Welcome to When Life Gets Strange, tips for loving your perfectly imperfect military and everyday life. Let me introduce you to my wife and your host, Maria Strange. We have been married for over 20 years, over 17 years in the Army, and she is the mother to our six children, and we are members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. As a certified life coach, Maria's goal is to help you thrive and love your perfectly imperfect military and everyday life. Are you ready? Hi guys, welcome to episode 5 of When Life Gets Strange. I'm Maria, your host, and today I want to talk to you about an unknown future. I've heard military spouses say how nervous and unsettled they feel because of how unknown the future is. Here is what I want to offer to you. We don't know the future. We don't know, ever know the future. We can't predict the future. We don't know what the military is going to throw our way or what the world will do or bring. Just look at COVID and how much everything has changed. So the things that I hear military spouses saying is, I don't know what's going to happen next. Is my husband going to deploy? Are we going to PCS? Is our leave going to be approved? We just don't know. How are my kids going to handle their friend moving away? We don't know any of it. Spencer and I, we like to talk about what the Army's going to do next. Is he going to deploy in the fall, in December? Is he going to go to Korea, Afghanistan, Germany? Is he going to go TDY? Where is he going to go? Are they going to make him camp out in the field when he's only 15 minutes from home? We just don't ever know what's going to happen. And it's different with each command team. But you know what we do know? We never know the future. Last year, Spencer's family started planning a family reunion for this summer. Most years, we've been able to take 30 days of leave and travel across the country and visit family. And we figured that would be the case this year. So we said, sure. We went ahead. We started planning for it. We booked campgrounds. We got signed up to get our COVID shots. All of those things. However, because of Spencer's training schedule this summer, He's not able to take off more than five days at a time. So we're not going to be able to go to the family reunion. We thought we were, but we were completely wrong. And that's okay. What I want you to recognize is that the future is always unknown. That doesn't mean that we don't think about our future. It doesn't mean that we don't want to make plans. It doesn't mean that we stop thinking about what we want and working to create the future that we want. It just means that things won't always go the way that we thought and that we need to be flexible enough to come up with another plan. I'm seeing so many military spouses feeling discouraged and wanting to give up about their thinking on their futures, planning for their futures, because what they planned isn't happening, because this life looks different than what they thought it would be. They are believing that nothing ever goes the way. I get it. I was there. I was so disappointed. The first few times our plans didn't work out the way I thought they said they should. Sometimes I was downright mad. I was mad at the world. I was mad at Spencer. I was mad at the world, at the military. Even this past summer, last summer when Spencer came home from his deployment and he was supposed to get to quarantine at home. And then an hour before landing, they changed it and he had to quarantine on post. I was so mad. Being mad, having that anger, that was a secondary emotion to the disappointment and how I thought things should go. So let's talk about disappointment for just a minute. 
Disappointment is an emotion that we create with our thoughts. When we're thinking, oh, something's gone wrong. Remember last week I taught you guys the model? The circumstance was Spencer has to quarantine in the barracks. And my thought was, this is so unfair. This is wrong. And then you know what? I felt disappointed. And then because I continued to spin in those thoughts, I put anger and frustration on top of those. But listen, it's okay to think that. And it's okay to feel disappointed. What's so terrible about being disappointed? I'm asking you this because I used to believe it meant that everything was out of my control. I had no choice in the matter. I was so scared of being disappointed that I would rather be upset with Spencer and blame the military than to just feel that disappointment. I wanted to protect my children from feeling disappointment. Anything I could do to stop them from feeling disappointment, I didn't. That meant a lot of trying to keep up with the Joneses. Then one day I stopped and I asked myself, what's wrong with this disappointment? What if our plans changed a million times? What if my children feel disappointment? What if I feel disappointment? What if they're disappointed? What if we're disappointed when Spencer's deployed or he's working and he can't make it to an event? What if I set a goal and I don't achieve it? I can handle disappointment and so can my children and so can you. And I had been handling it wrong for so long. The way I was handling it meant that I didn't enjoy the time with my family. I wasn't there for my children the way I wanted to be when they felt disappointment. I was building more more emotions on top of the disappointment instead of just allowing it. But then one day I decided to just allow disappointment. I decided to get better at it. I got comfortable with it and I stopped fighting it. I stopped trying to protect my children from it. I started setting big goals and failing at some and achieving others and reevaluating and continuing on my and continuing on working on them. And I have helped my children set goals and reevaluate those goals all along the way. And you know what we've all learned? How to handle disappointment a little bit better. I wouldn't say we're perfect at it or we don't uh, get upset when things don't go as planned, but we're learning to allow it and to process it. And that is amazing. So back to last summer when Spencer came home from deployment and instead of just allowing that disappointment, I allowed anger to come in, but I was able to pause and to ask, like, how do I want to show up? And I decided I didn't want to be the angry wife, the resentful, frustrated wife all the time. And so the kids and I, we went and did fun things. We brought things to Spencer, tools, barbecue, stuff to barbecue. And everybody had an enjoyable two weeks. Was it the two weeks we wanted to have together? No, but that was okay. So disappointment is a primary emotion, meaning it's a natural human way to feel. And it's totally tolerable. It's not that big of a deal. However, when we try to resist that disappointment, then those secondary emotions start to pile up on top, despair, anger, and anxiety, and they can easily take over. I want you to recognize that there's nothing wrong with any emotion. You can and you should allow yourself to feel all of them. I want you to take the time. And pause when you start to feel disappointment. Acknowledge it. Allow it. Breathe into it. And then you can stop those secondary emotions from swelling up and taking over. Because they come when we're trying to avoid any primary emotions. 
when we stop trying to avoid and just accept what we are feeling, our body stops releasing the chemicals and you'll be able to calm down and to move on and it won't be such a big deal. That's the first thing I want you to understand. The second thing I want you to understand is there's a way to never feel disappointment again. That's right. You heard me. You do not have to feel disappointment because what causes you to feel disappointment? Your thoughts do. So if you never want to feel disappointment, all you have to do is never think about things in a way that they generate disappointment for you. Do you get that? To not feel disappointment, you could never think thoughts that make you feel disappointed. Pretty easy, eh? Now, I haven't been able to do this 100% of my life. I've not been successful at never being disappointed. But there are times that I can do it and in certain areas. For example, I'm pretty good at not being disappointed when plans don't go the way I want or when I set a goal and I'm working on it and I'm meeting all my milestones and I'm doing the things, but the goal itself, just I didn't quite reach it. I'm okay. I can go back and reevaluate that. But when I find myself worrying what will happen if I don't achieve it or if my plans don't go the way I want, then I'm going to be disappointed. But then I have a choice and I tell myself, no, I'm deciding right now I'm not going to be disappointed no matter what happens because I know, one, I'm doing the things that I set out to do. If I want to lose weight, I'm making a plan. I'm eating the foods that I'm choosing. And so if the weight doesn't come off as quick as I thought it should, I'm not going to be disappointed about that because I'm doing the things to become healthier. And that's really my overall goal. So just think about that. Sometimes we're not going to reach the goals in the time frame that we thought we would, and that's okay. That's not a reason to be disappointed. And I get to choose, am I going to think disappointing thoughts, or I can think, no, this is not disappointing. I'm learning and I'm growing. But do you know what would be even more disappointing? Was if I didn't try at all. If I never made plans. If I never set goals. If I wasn't showing up in my life and striving to create the things that I wanted, that would be so much more disappointing. I would much rather be disappointed for trying than for not trying. So get out there, try things, plan, decide ahead of time that no matter what, I will choose to be proud of me. You can choose to be proud of yourself. Be proud that you gave it a shot. Acknowledge the effort, acknowledge the learning and the growth that came from it. And I will not choose to be disappointed when I am growing and moving towards my next self. Again, I haven't been able to do this in all areas of my life. Sometimes I still feel disappointed, but I've been able to reach that at times and it feels great. For example, Spencer's leave this summer, I decided ahead of time I would be okay with whatever happened. Do I want to attend the family reunion and hang out with all of his family? I do. I love them, but I've already chose to not be disappointed. Now, when the reunion time comes, I might be a little sad, like, oh, they're having fun and I'm missing out have some FOMO or even maybe just a little bit of disappointment in that moment. Like, oh, that would have been nice, but it's not going to consume me. It's not going to take over. It's not going to ruin the time that Spencer and I have to spend together and with our kids back to military life now. We can choose to live in disappointment that plans don't go the way we think they should. Or we can just pretend we're on that roller coaster at Disneyland, at where it's Space Mountain, and things go this way and that, and sometimes we can see where we're going, and sometimes we can't because it's dark and we're unsure of what's ahead. 
and it's all going to be okay. This is life. Sometimes we can see what's coming and sometimes we can't and it's unpredictable. Now, you might be thinking, wouldn't it be great to turn on the lights and to see every twist and turn? But I don't think so because space, like Space Mountain, it can be fun and a little exciting to not know everything that is going on. And this military life is all about experiences. And it's exactly the way it's supposed to be. And how do I know that? Because we're here living this life. This life, being a military spouse, it allows us to evolve, to experience not only negative emotions, but positive ones and some really strong positive ones. Just think how excited and happy you are when your spouse comes home and you get to hug him or give him a kiss for the first time in months. But we don't know the future. We don't know when that's going to happen. We don't know what's going to happen or what it looks like. And not knowing requires us to have faith. It requires us to be still and to listen to the Spirit and to trust in the Lord. It requires so much more of us because we don't know the future. When you thought you were moving and you made a plan. When you thought you were going to vacation somewhere and you started planning for it. When those things change, and they will, they're going to change lots. You can either come up with a new plan You can come up with a new plan and not sit in the disappointment. Or you can choose to sit in the disappointment for a few days. That's okay too. We don't really know the future and we don't really need to. Remember, the future is yours to create by how you're showing up. Here's how I'm thinking about the future right now. Right now, I'm picturing a few years down the road when Spencer's out of the military and we buy a house somewhere and we settle down. And the girls are home with us and the boys are off at college or done with college and we get to go visit them. But I don't know where that house is going to be. I don't know how soon after he gets out of the military it's going to be. Right now we're planning we're going to take a sabbatical and spend some time in our travel trailer and drive around. But then after that we're going to have this house and it's going to be amazing. But I don't know where that's at. But I can still imagine how great it's going to be. But I have other areas like the next few years until we get out. I have no idea what's going to happen. Is Spencer going to deploy again? Are we going to PCS? How many TDY is he going to go on? I don't know any of that. And that's okay. I'm not even trying to imagine it. I'm just letting the unknown be there for now. Because the future is unknown. So let's relax into that. Let's decide that we don't need to know any more than we know right now and that we still have the ability to create an amazing future. It's possible to love this perfectly imperfect military life. So I'm so excited that you guys have been here today. As always, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Maria Strange Coaching. Like, share this podcast, and I'll see you guys next week. Bye.